I think it's time to grow this dream. Get everybody on the mics together. Okay, three, two, one podcast. Hello, and welcome to a very, very special episode of The Sudden But Inevitable Rebop, the podcast where we take one or two anime first-timers through one or two episodes of Cowboy Bebop per week, depending on how we're feeling and who is available. Um, This week is a little bit different. Our friend Josh, one of our anime-resistant first-timers and the head of the Twist My Arm podcast network, is scrambling to get everything ready for tomorrow, Saturday, August 14th, the first ever hashtag TMA PodCon 21. It's going to be a virtual brainstorming session between a bunch of indie podcasters that are just going to be handing out free tips and advice on what's worked for us, what might work for you, and as I like to say, a rising tide lifts all ships, and we would love to be a part of your tide. To that point, Josh is making sure that the tide is strong so that tomorrow we don't have this leaky little, you know, tiny little stream happening instead of the gushing support of love and, I'm just going to say it, fun and innovation that we expect to happen. Now, I have a couple of people to introduce you to, even though our friend Josh is busy working away at the controls behind the curtain. I don't know if I have any other metaphors to throw at you, but... As always, with me this week is our friend, the anime-resistant first-timer, Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. How has your week been, my friend? Uh, just happy to be part of the dream team, you and me. <laughs> this is, uh, this is um, I think, our second podcast together where it was just you and I? I think so. Is it I our... think we've done a Best Flicks and then this one is our second. Yeah. Well... <sighs> I suppose I've already said something that is that needs a correction because this episode of Sudden But Inevitable is actually not just you and I, Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. Dream team. But you're right, you and I are the dream team. And to help us round out that spectacular lineup, I actually have on hand at all times an anime resistant first timer just in case something like this were to happen. Now, of course, I am referring to my lovely co-host and wife, Mrs. Sudden, a.k.a. JoJo. How are you doing this week, sweetheart? I'm great, thanks. (laughs) Thank you so much for being with us. I appreciate you filling in in a pinch. Of course. Happy to help. And here's the thing about my wife. As lovely as she is, she's not the world's biggest anime fan, but... Cowboy Bebop is not the first anime that you've ever seen, correct? Right. I watched an episode of Pokemon when I was eight. Don't lie to the people. You also watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> sort of against your will. Yes, when I was 20. I I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's very uh, soap opera-y. It's, there's a lot that appeals to a lot of different people in Dragon Ball Z, so I could see why you would be into that. I was into that. I watched, I think, almost all of it, if not all of it. So, so that 
has all the introductions out of the way for us this week, folks. Normally, there's more people to introduce, but like I said, it's a very special episode, and we have a limited crew, but that's okay, because we can run this ship on a skeleton crew. All of our thoughts and positive vibes and happy feelings and um, successful waves of goodness are being directed to you, Josh. If you're out there somewhere in pod space watching or listening, we love you. Thank you for putting up with all of the things that you are putting up with. And we know that you're going to make sure that everything is working and ship shape before we launch tomorrow. Now, that having been said... Of course, I, I couldn't tell my wife, like, okay, sit down and watch all of Cowboy Bebop, right? Like, 16 episodes yeah, that I'd, we're at right now. I just, I, I couldn't do it. So, <laughs> like, it just, it wouldn't make any sense. So, instead what I did was I had her watch the first two episodes so that she could get kind of a feel for what the series is about and, you know, see, you know, our introduction to at least those first three or four main characters. Um, how long ago would you say you finished watching, sweetheart? 10 minutes 10 yeah 10 minutes maybe 20 minutes at the most it, it was not long it's mm -hmm. not it's not been long um i think the first thing you said to me was uh what's with all the harmonicas <laughs> so what did you think of the music overall because i know the harmonicas are kind of jarring because it's in space and everything but what did you think there is a lot of music and it is good it's music and it is good mm -hmm. we appreciate that yes. um do you think that the mix of the kind of like super country and the space sci-fi is something that I think Kylie pointed out that it mostly appeals to guys. Do you, would you agree with that? Or do you feel like, does you understand why it's, it's fun? I understand why it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky D from best flicks with Ricky D. Yo, you started this whole thing as an anime resistant first timer. I did much like Mrs. Sutton here. Mm -hmm. Would you say that at this point in the series where we are, I think, what did you say we're through? 16 episodes? Something like that. We might be on 17 and 18 this week. 17 and 18. Um, so for you, the I know the music right away was something that maybe was slipping past you because you were saying you had to pay attention to the details a little more. Mm-hmm. At this point, um, do you feel like it's just inseparable from the show and or, or do you kind of take more note of it as far as like the way that the structure of the music works with every episode? Well, I actually I've taken some advice from you since we started on this and I've gone ahead and gotten some headphones so I can listen to my TV with headphones and it gets a little bit you get a little bit more out of it. It's more immersive that way. So you actually gave me that advice, and I've gone ahead and done that. Uh, the music is just super important to everything we've got going on uh, in the show. Uh, I don't know if the music makes it appeal more to men or not. Uh, I may have misunderstood what your question was to uh, <laughs> Joanna there. But it's definitely a driving force for the pod, for the show. Yeah, 100%. Um, just want to take this moment to say hello to Kylie. She's in the chat. She says, Joe, for the win. Thank you for the support, Kylie. Uh, we assume that you are at home supporting Josh in his efforts to turn all of the gears and pull all of the levers. So we appreciate that as well. Thank you for that. 
Um, also would like to say hello to Callie D in the chat. She says, morning. Hello, Callie D. Thank you for being with us. In case you missed the introduction, we are a couple of crew members short, so I had our resident anime-resistant first-timer, my wife, Mrs. Sudden Jojo, join us for this episode. She watched the first two. So, um, Ricky D., would you say that you have what's what's the word I'm looking for softened on your stance for anime at this point? Uh, I think I would. There have been a couple times where I came into this podcast going, "Man, that episode really gripped me. I was excited. I was enjoying the uh, time." And I don't want to talk too much about uh, episode seventeen and eighteen, which we watched for this week. Uh, but I loved the Mushroom Samba episode. It got deep on Ed. It got deep on Ayn. They go off. They run a caper together. Uh, Ayn ends up apprehending a culprit. <laughs> it was just... I couldn't believe how much fun I was having with this show. Yeah, I uh, watching that episode, I actually laughed out loud multiple times. Um, yep. It was one of the few where... I think I actually tweeted during my watch. I was like, okay, this is the funniest episode up to this point so far. Uh, but yes, to your point, we are not going to cover those episodes because we want to cover them with Josh and Kylie, and we feel like mm-hmm. it would only be right. Um, plus, you know, nobody doesn't like a bonus episode. Bonus episodes and are just fun. We're just doing a teaser for next week. Next week, Ayn and Ed, heavy episode. Yeah, so definitely make sure to be with us next Friday at 8.30 p.m. Mountain Time at youtube.com slash twistmyarmpodcast or facebook.com slash twistmyarmpodcast or twistmyarmpodcast.com slash live streams. How cool is it? It's, it's in so many places. Anyways, as we were saying, uh, so your soft, your your stance may have softened on anime up to this point. Does Have you found yourself scrolling through anime on every, any of the 100 streaming services that you own yet? Or Absolutely not. Not even close? <laughs> not even a little bit. Now, do you think that's because you don't trust it on the whole in general and you just, you're like, okay, I know this was picked because it's high quality and I'm not going to just pick something at random? Uh, that's a big part of it. Uh, I don't even know if I were going to look at anime, what, where I would be attracted to. Maybe Bleach. I've heard mm. good things about Bleach. That one seems a little bit more uh, adult. Adult is a bad word. It looks seems a little more mature. There, there we go. go. Uh, there's also like one note. I think I could try that one. Uh, one piece. One piece. No, oh no, that's the weird pirate one. Yes. Uh, Death note. Death note is Maybe. what. You're, yeah. So uh, okay. Both of those. Um, so I think the deal with one piece, if I'm not mistaken, is that the guy who created it wrote one piece of it every day for like 13 years, and then that's, they that's turned cool. it in. Yeah, and then they turned it into a show. Um, and the thing about Bleach, if I'm not mistaken, is that it has like three or four hundred episodes or something like that. Most of them do, though. No, most of and them, that... most anime have like between 12 and 30 episodes, I would say. Really? Yeah, a lot of stuff Maybe is just... one, one and a half seasons. When I think anime, I just kind of automatically think Avatar and Naruto and those ones. And that's just what occupies my main thoughts when the word anime gets thrown out. That makes sense. Big, big franchises that everybody's heard of. And uh, I think all franchises with some pretty significant longevity, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Yeah. There are a lot of episodes. Like, I I know you've mentioned uh, Pokemon and Digimon before. Those both have 
probably 15 seasons or something. Oh, so you know what? I'm a liar because I watched an episode of Pokemon a few nights ago. <laughs> what? I did. Yeah, it was, you know, mostly I was just looking for something stupid to put on. I wasn't, uh, it's not like I was craving anime or anything, but uh, I just kind of laughingly put on Pokemon the other night. Laughingly? I think Ricky D <laughs> likes Pokemon. Oh, well, I was also playing Pokemon White, oh. so there was like a theme going. Oh, okay. The game, the game is definitely different than watching. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Jesse. No, he, no, he says it. No, he he knows. I play. Yeah. I, <laughs> I will turn around and get video game cartridges and put them in front of my camera, Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. That was like one of the things that drew you to me. That's true, actually. So, <laughs> what? What version did you have? I had a pink DS that had Pokemon Gold or Silver no, uh, or Platinum. platinum or it was Platinum. Diamond. It was Platinum. We still have Emerald. Platinum. We still have Platinum. <laughs> we, we still have her copy of Platinum. Um, yeah, so we... And we played a lot of Pokemon Go together, actually, back when that game first came out. That That game was... Everybody was playing that when it first came out. You could see people driving down the street, and you'd know exactly who was playing Pokemon yeah. Go. And you could see people driving around at five miles an hour in neighborhoods, <laughs> and you could tell who was playing Pokemon Go. Uh-huh. Um, our city has a very large sculpture park in the middle of it that was very popular because there were a lot of uh, stops there, so it was it was huge. Um, but yeah, that was yeah. So we we have some mutual experience with Pokemon. Um, can we play Pokemon together? Or the, is that version too old, Ricky D? Do we, we have to buy a new version? Um, you know, the 3DS is kind of defunct. Oh. So a lot of the extra features really aren't working anymore. Uh, you can't get onto like, the Nintendo internet where they uh, you know, interact with each other. So that there's like so many things going on in the Pokemon White game that I'm playing that it's just like yeah that doesn't work anymore. You can't uh, walk past anybody anybody and do the spot pass and all of that stuff. That's rough, man. I think I also have a copy of Sun or Moon. I think we have Sun. I don't remember, but yeah. Um so I got to ask, did you so did you watch like one of the first season episodes of Pokemon Ricky D? Yes, it was definitely the first season. Um, I'm pretty sure Psyduck was involved. Uh, you know, I would have loved to watch the Squirtle Squad episode. <laughs> like, that's one, like, if I'm thinking of an episode I want to watch, Squirtle Squad or the uh, Queen Anne episode. Those are some solid choices. I remember the Queen Anne episode. Um, the one that I remember big time is in the Haunted Tower with the ghost Pokemon. Did you oh, see that yeah. one? Yeah. I think they banned that episode for a while in America. But I think it was, it was uh, the, eight the little girl was dead or something, right? Oh, that is what it was. See, in Cowboy Bebop, they have this character who's like 150 years old, but he looks like a nine-year-old boy, and they shoot him in the head. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't have you. But in Pokemon, a girl was a ghost, which implied she was dead, so they had to nix that. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, different, you know, toning. Obviously, yeah. She. I. Uh, I think one of the questions you asked me was. Uh, is this show violent? And I said it's bloody, but it's not gory, which I think is true. Like, mm-hmm. there's definitely a lot of blood, but that I, I don't remember any gore really. Um, 
So in that in that first episode, they're chasing this guy. What did you think about the future drugs? Weird. <laughs> Weird and intense. There was uh, that scene where he dodges the bullet was was pretty pretty cool. And um, when I was watching this, I didn't know anything about Cowboy Bebop. I thought this whole series was going to kind of revolve around this red eye drug. Because it's making people like ninja super powerful and dodging bullets and all this. I thought it was going to have like a really thorough plot line. Well, and they kind of, uh, they mention Red Eye enough times later on, right? I think they mention it again a few episodes later or something like that. But yeah, it's, I mean, going in, that's fully understandable that you would expect that. Because it's, you have no idea, is it going to be mostly episodic? Is it a huge, you know, one big serialized arc sort of a thing? Um Callie D in the chat pointed out a few minutes ago that she fully recommends Death Note for Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. And that's actually an interesting point. Oh, good morning from Scotland, Rona. Thank you for joining us. Um, I actually, I believe I've mentioned before on the show that one of the few anime that I've gotten you to watch was Death Note. Um, With no spoilers... How would you describe Death Note to Ricky D, keeping in mind that he doesn't like anime? Uh, like, what kind of show is it? It's definitely a mystery. Like, hmm. I, that's one of the biggest. It's a mystery, but it's also, like, super sci-fi. Like, like it's definitely not realistic, uh, but I guess most anime isn't. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I would say it's more supernatural okay. than sci-fi. Okay. Um, at, at its heart, it's kind of like, it's basically a detective story, I guess. Like, it's a um, it's a cat and mouse. It's kind of like a, a who can figure out who the other person is first sort of a thing. Okay. Um, but the setup for it, of course, is that a teenager in high school finds this notebook one day, and he opens it up, and the notebook on the inside says, whoever's name you put in here will die. And he kind of just blows it off because he's like, yeah, obviously that's not real, whatever. And then so later on, he's like watching this this police standoff on TV, and they give him the uh, criminal's name. And he goes, mm-hmm. he goes, all right, well, whatever. It's a criminal. I'll write the name down. Worst that could happen, right? You know. I feel like this is a spoiler. This is a lot. This is the first episode. I guess. It is, okay. It's spoiling the first episode. But the point is, like, the whole setup is if you got this book and you found out that it worked, what would you do with it? And then, like. Destroy my enemies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the world is now on notice. If Ricky D <laughs> ever stands for Ricky Death Note, watch out. Um, I feel like it might be we could maybe do a bonus episode for Sudden but Inevitable, or maybe a bonus series where we have Ricky D watch an episode or two of Death Note. Do people in the live chat would you be interested in hearing Ricky D's thoughts on the series of Death Note? I'm just gonna throw that out. Also, hi everybody in the live chat. I didn't say hi, but everyone said hi to me. Hi. Thank you for making my wife feel welcome, yeah. everyone in the live chat. Uh, we call her Mrs. Sudden, but you can call her Joe or Jojo, whichever you prefer. Um, Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. The other thing that Joanna immediately brought up to me when we were watching was, uh, how did you phrase it? You said 
this is like this is the future but it's just like a regular everywhere seems like a regular place um ricky d had actually brought that same thing up he was like why are we talking about tijuana why are we talking about planets that we know and stuff mm-hmm. um so it the reason for that is because this this show actually only takes place like 50 years from now so we're like way behind because it, it came out in 1998 and they figured i ah, will give them you know 35 40 years but yeah we uh uh, our bad cowboy bebop we're we're working we on it haven't even invented a space gate yet yeah and there, there's supposed to be a failure in an explosion of a space gate next year so elon musk get on that yeah dude if you <laughs> if you can get past building yourself a space plane and build the rest of us a space gate that would be wonderful i think we should all hold our breath um Ricky D, are you reading the live chat? I am. Okay. They're very interested in a bonus Death Note episode. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I've been itching to go back and rewatch a whole bunch of uh, Cowboy Bebop episodes already, so maybe that could quench the thirst. It might. It's one of those... Um, I would say it definitely feels um, tonally similar. Mm-hmm. She. Uh, one of the things that you had asked was... Uh, is this drawn by the same people that did Death Note? And it's it's not. I, uh, I don't think it's it is, but it's very similarly styled, right? Dark. Yes, very dark mm-hmm. and like angular. Um, so Death Note is similar to that, and it's very mature in the way that you know this is mature. I wouldn't call this grown up, but I would call it mature, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um. What were, what were your thoughts on the uh, terrorist's girlfriend from the first episode? <laughs> Say it. No. Say it. Come on. No. <laughs> I'll I'll say it if you don't say it. I'm not gonna... Do, say it in her voice, though. <laughs> Go ahead. No. She said, oh, even in space, everybody still appreciates boobs. <laughs> Which was true. They the The camera focuses right there on the boobs even for a character that as far as we can tell is pregnant but turned out later she was smuggling drugs but you know um and did we get a big shout not big shouts uh the bounty hunter show whatever it's called big shots did we get that in this episode yes this part i don't know oh go ahead so the when we saw that you said the two characters from the fake tv show that were giving out bounties who did you say they reminded you of that ricky d would appreciate um, <laughs> Jenna and Tracy. <laughs> oh, uh, from Thirty Rock. Yeah, I just oh. I just finished it. So I like 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 last night. So it's on my brain. Nice. Yeah. So it was Thirty just Rock is brain. one of my comfort shows. I put it on when I go to sleep. Oh, it's like it's gonna be like one of mine with the Office and Friends now. So I love it. He's gonna love it too. I'll get him to watch that too. <laughs> uh, Jesse, you will love Thirty Rock. I guarantee you will enjoy it. I have no doubt. Uh, she, you burned through the whole thing in. Like a month, it Damn, only hit Netflix yeah. a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's done. She finished it today. <laughs> so I mean, there's there's a lot of shows that we could cover as podcasts. Yeah, if you, I mean, let's say theoretically you were interested in starting up your own indie podcast, you could get free tips on how to do that and grow your audience and be a good host and get editing tips. Well, I mean, specifically, if you're going to put me on the spot, one of the places you could do it 
is at twistmyarmpodcast.com, where you can register for hashtag TMA PodCon 21. It's happening tomorrow, Saturday, August 14th, 2021, if you're watching live. If you're listening to the podcast version, go to youtube.com slash twistmyarmpodcast, and you will see a full video recap there of everything that happened at the first ever TMA PodCon. Thanks for asking, Ricky D, from Best Flicks with Ricky D. Sneaky. That was not that sneaky, Callie. I appreciate that, but it was not that sneaky. <laughs> um, as far as plugs that are sneaky, we'll save the blatant ones for the end of the show because I definitely have a couple for this week. Um, right. But, you know. So the second episode, sweetheart, we meet the dog, right? And we have the... Uh, his name is Abdul Hakim. The first thing she said was uh, Abdul Hakim Jabbar. And I was like, how did I miss that the first time? Like, it's the opposite, right? Hakim Abdul Jabbar. Oh. And I was like, I don't know how we all missed that. <laughs> like, I hope that I said it in a way that implied that I understood the joke they were making when we first covered that episode, but I did not. Uh, so consider that a correction issued. Um, we're not going to have a formal correction section this week, but because that rhymed, I'm going to leave that part in. Um, Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. If you could describe to JoJo the character path so far for I'm the Dog in the show... Oh, <laughs> how would you do that? Uh, he spends most of his time just being a little cuddly potato. Uh, he he's always trying to eat something. <laughs> so whether it's some kind of evil alien esque spore or some scraps he finds on the ground, that's a main part of what he does. He's comfort for the rest of the crew, uh, Faye and. Ed definitely liked talking to him and just kind of having some emotional one-on-one -on -one time, getting out some emotions. Uh, and he also stops some criminals. So it's about... That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, and she actually didn't meet Ed or Faye, but that's okay. Oh, I thought at least Faye would be around. No, uh, Faye is episode three... And then I think Ed is episode five, maybe? Okay. Maybe four or five. I don't remember, actually, which episode Ed is. But I, I know I know she's early on. Mm -hmm. um, at least I think she was early on. Um, but she, uh, did, you, did you notice the dog thief's code name? No. So the dog thief's code name was Snoop. <laughs> That's cute. I really like it. And it it's very uh, 90s, which, you know. Yeah. I was going to say, I figured you would appreciate that. You love 90s stuff. I do. <laughs> I think, actually, Dragon Ball Z is technically a 90s thing, too, isn't it? I would think so. 88, maybe. Well, that was Dragon Ball, wasn't it? Technically, so. Oh, you're right. I think it was. And then every time that we had it, it was years after they were done with it. That makes sense. Good call. Yeah, way to keep me honest. Um, so if you if you want Ricky D, we can schedule a viewing of Death Note a couple episodes for you, and we'll look into that because I think that would be a great idea. 
And we don't have to do that one live. We could just do a, like an old-fashioned, pre-recorded, audio-only podcast, which, I mean, it's been a while since Sudden But Inevitable did one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to ask, um, having seen these two episodes, is there anything about the show that you feel like you would watch another episode for, or were you just like flatly not intrigued? If uh, you asked me to, I, I would. Um, I don't know that I've ever turned on an anime on my own um, that I can think of. Do you do you know what it is about anime that bugs you? I know. When I was younger, a lot of it was the color. It just like wasn't bright like other cartoons, and it just looked off to me. Like it was the same problem I had with like Looney Tunes. Like, get some color. We like neon now. Like it's in the nineties. So um, I don't like when talking doesn't match mouth movements. That creeps me out. So when I was younger, that was like a real deal breaker. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. And anymore, like. Honestly, I just, I don't watch a lot of cartoons anymore. Like, I used to watch a lot of Family Guy and, like, all like all American Dad and, like, Bob's Burgers. But it's, like, as of lately, I've just, like, liked sitcoms. Like, maybe that's just me. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because, like, I like watching real world without dealing with seeing the real world. Like, it's like a nice, so it's, yeah. like, cartoons is a little bit too, like, not real world. Like, I yeah. don't know. I, I, ever since I was little, like, like I enjoyed Full House because I like watching Happy Families. Like, so it's, like, I like watching Happy Worlds, like, because ours isn't, you know. I think it's part of it. I think I just She's selling it. me on <laughs> anime. <laughs> if I think of it as, like, dystopian sadness and just oppressive loss, I, I could get more into anime. Okay, if that's what you want, Ricky D, <laughs> from Best Flicks with Ricky D, can we please watch Neon Genesis Evangelion together? Please, like, if you watch that show, I want to be the person to watch it with you. What I... did you just say? Ne- <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion. I is that uh, a that's band? another one Phil was big on. <laughs> she asked, "Is that a band? Is that a Queen song?" Like. <laughs> 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 Oh, hello to Rosie in the chat. Welcome, Rosie. We are so glad that you could join us this evening. As you can see, we have a modified skeleton crew this evening. We have Ricky dream D team. from Best Flicks with Ricky D, the dream team, the head of the dream team, of course. Me, Captain Bootscoot, a.k.a. Vanilla Husband, a.k.a. Jesse, and of course, my lovely wife and co-host, Mrs. Sudden, a.k.a. Jojo. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> Rosie is one of our favorite supporters in the world. She was one of the first people to buy us a or to buy one of our sudden but inevitable t-shirts. Uh she is she was there from the beginning of our show. She I think I've actually I've told you about her. She was in the movie Serenity. She was an extra. She's one of our most ardent supporters and one of the sweetest ladies that any of us have ever met and she has supported us almost more if that's possible than anybody we know with a couple of very uh choice exceptions um so we're very happy to have you here rosie thank you for joining us uh but yeah ricky d dystopian sadness depression that kind of stuff bro we can find you some animes for that bro and we can totally make episodes bro 
I Killer. I forgot that that guy that talks like this was in the second episode of Cowboy Bebop, and as soon as he came back, I was like, now I'm sad that Josh isn't going to be with us this week. <laughs> I miss, I'm going to miss that. Um, that's not a jab at you, Josh. It's a genuine thing. I hope you're still watching and listening, and I know that if you're not, you'll be listening to the podcast version. Now, if we could move a little bit backward... I know that you're not huge on anime, and I appreciate your reasons why. And it makes me even more appreciative that you watch these two episodes to be here with us tonight. Now, I know that you enjoyed Death Note. So if you gave all of Death Note a like a rating out of 10, right? And you're trying to get somebody with, like I don't know, an independent podcast to watch it. And it's Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. What, how would you rate that out of 10? Nine and a half. I, I, there are no notes for this. This is get, 100% on the fly. To be fair, you told her to convince me to watch it. No, no. So honestly, by saying 9.5, that's... Okay, wait, but, Ricky, do you like Halloween? Do you like scary things? Like, do you like spooky things? Like, I mean, I don't like oh, gory man. things. I don't like gory things. Like, I hate Saw, like, gross, like, slasher stuff. Like, I, uh, but, I don't I, seek out most of the horror movies, but there's some really good ones. With good plots, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. what's important. It's not about the gore or the sex or whatever and the, like, boob scenes, but it's about, like, a good story, and that's important, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I found with Death Note. Like, and okay. there's there's this girl that like I identify with because she's kind of adorable and crazy. So like, she, I love her, and I feel like if you watch it, you would totally get it, and you'll figure out who it is. Okay. <laughs> Anybody who has seen Death Note knows exactly who she's talking about. <laughs> um, and I do remember when we got to her character that you were like, "I love her immediately." Um, <laughs> yes, that was yeah. I am having flashbacks to watching Death Note with you. That was really fun. Um, that was, yeah. I, I'm almost overcome with joy remembering watching Death Note with you now. That's how I felt when you watched all of Sister Sister with me on our fourth anniversary and drank mimosas all day. Like, best day ever. So I get it. It was. I agree with that 100%. That was one of the best days ever. Um Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. While we're doing this, do you want to do a Sister Sister rewatch podcast too? Because if you haven't watched Sister Sister recently, like as an adult, man, I think you would really like it. There's a couple of old shows that I've thrown on. I'm like, this is really good. Like Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. I was like, Whoa. Yeah. What were they doing in the 90s that made this good of sitcoms, like the primetime sitcoms? And I wouldn't be me if I didn't reinforce the fact that most of Star Trek The Next Generation came out in the 90s as well. Um, Callie, you totally nailed it. You're 100% correct. And she pointed that out and smiled, the biggest (laughs) smile. Um, Rosie has never seen Death Note. Rosie, maybe watch the first episode. Maybe there will be a podcast about it. There's no way to know. Um, I just, yeah. So, but... I mean, to your point, Ricky, she spent, what, three minutes talking about how she kind of wasn't really into anime, and then she heavily endorsed Death Note, so I feel like that's... That's true. I mean, I know this is not a Death Note podcast, it's a Cowboy Bebop podcast, and we'll get back to it. It just, I feel like this helps illustrate the the far reach that anime can have, because a lot of people, um, Ricky D included at the start, 
see anime as a genre when really it's a medium, right? It's That's a solid point. Yeah. It's it's a different way to tell stories in all different kinds of settings with different characters. It's not for, you know, Pokemon or Digimon or children's stories or school stories or whatever. It's for whatever you want. It's just a w- different way to tell that story. So, um, so I'm looking at Death Note on my phone, just looking up some stuff. It looks like a movie came out in 2017. Okay, so it here's the thing. Oh, it's got bad ratings. It's but. got... <laughs> Yeah, it's got terrible uh, ratings. The first thing I saw was uh, Lakeith. Yes, sorry, Stanfield. Yes, Lakeith Stanfield is. Yes. Uh, looks like he's a main character in it, and so, I love that guy. He is the lone bright spot in that movie for me uh, that does not exist, as our friend Kelly D points out in the live chat. So, <laughs> our friend Kelly D probably also agrees with me that there's no Avatar: The Last Airbender live action movie. Um, similar thing where there was just a heartless cash grab live action adaptation made. Um, but yeah, Lakeith Stanfield nailed his role and was, like I said, the movie wasn't absolutely garbage, but he was was really good. And it, it looks so, that looks so good. It looked good. Yeah. And it, Willem Dafoe actually is in it as well. Um, it just, they tried to put too much into like a 98 and a half minute movie or 98 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. But trust me, you will enjoy the series. I believe the series is available on Netflix and that's why Netflix made this, the movie. Oh, there's a series. This, the, oh, okay. the anime. Live action. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, I think there's a series of live action movies, but they're Japanese. I think. Hello, and welcome to Nims Fighting Nerds, a debate podcast where two nerds enter, one nerd leaves. Now, I'm just a simple Marvel fan. I don't know my Jack Kirby's from my Steven Ditko's. It's like, he could be the strongest Avenger, but he's always got to be off doing something else. Like, he's... I hope we're not being uh, graded on our accents, because if we are, I'm in trouble. Who will it be? Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, or Thor Ragnarok? as the greatest MCU movie find out August 4th um, so as we are g- <laughs> thank you for confirming what I suspected Callie D I would like to say hello to our friend Roy the intrepid DM in the chat how you doing Roy greeting fellow brown coats he's calling you out Rosie and Callie and Rona um our friend Roy, the Intrepid DM, of course, is usually found over on Twitch at the Intrepid DM, and he's playing all kinds of uh, actual tabletop role-playing games. He play he streams role-playing games on his PC. Uh, Intrepid DM is one of the most positive, uh, wonderful people to be around that we have access to at the Twist My Arm Network, and we are just blessed to have him with us and i am deeply grateful to have him here with us in the chat and it looks like the rest of the live chat is grateful to have you too roy so thank you for dropping by ricky d from best flicks with ricky d remembering to the second episode back to the second episode when we're having this crazy chase with the dogs right mm-hmm. yep do you remember the guys in the van uh seems that way is that who we're talking about yes <laughs> Yeah, okay, yes I do then. Yeah, so she, uh, when we were watching, she said, I'm that guy at work. 
Like when people are telling me story, that's I'm that I'm that guy. I go, yep, seems that way. <laughs> and we loved the uh, the dog whistle moment where he goes, uh, I can't hear anything. He goes, yeah, it's a dog whistle. You wouldn't. He goes, yeah, I knew that. I was yeah. testing you. <laughs> so out of the episodes that you saw. Which of the two would you say was more fun? Or which one stuck out to you more as like, I think I remember more pieces of this one? The one with the dog. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I knew she was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, and was that just purely because of the dog? Or did you actually like the plot of that one more? It's okay to say it's purely because of the dog. We would understand. I love when dogs save the day. <laughs> <laughs> and in that case, he saved the day by jumping on his face and moving him out of the way so yeah i i appreciate that um one thing that we talk about did you notice the outfit on the girl in the uh fake tv show the bounty hunter show i just recently started noticing that and i don't know how it got past me (laughs) well it's it's but now when you see it every time you see it right yes yes sir (laughs) I can even tell when they're animating it slightly different. So so the shirt that she wears is like, so where this cord is on my shirt. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it kind of is set up in a way that it shouldn't be possible. Yeah. Um, So I was just wondering what you thought of that shirt. And if I could, you know, if I bought you that shirt, would you, would you wear that shirt? Pretty sure you just have to rip one open. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You don't think we could don't buy rip any open no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just stop. Okay, okay. That's fair. Um little bit of a look ahead. Ricky D, if you could compare the let's not spoil who she is, but if you could compare the bounty hunter from the next episode to do you know who I'm talking about? I think so. The lady bounty hunter. I'm getting the... Yep, yeah, yeah. If you could compare her to a character from a movie that you've seen, who would you compare her to? Did you write one down? I did not. Did you already pose this question to me? No, no, I didn't. Okay. Um. Uh, go ahead. Leela. Oh. She's got some Leela. She definitely does. She's got some, you know, take care of herself, butt-kicking... Self-esteem. She's got the purple hair. She's got the cool attitude. She's got a little Leela. I yeah. I immediately thought of the uh, of Jackie Brown. I believe that's a Tarantino mm. movie. Yep. Um, which is made in a in a basically the same style as as next week's episode that we'll be covering. Yes, it is. Um, but I just I remember like as soon as it started, I was like, I remember loving this episode so so much, and then. I didn't remember any of the details from it, much like has happened with basically every episode of Cowboy Bebop that we've watched up to this point. Um, But, you know, that's going to happen, especially when you try to cram them all in like that. Um, Oh, here's a really cool thing that happened, and it kind of blew my mind, um, which is not something that's new. Like, she does this constantly. Um so when Spike first takes off, right, and he's he's leaving the hangar for the first time, and you see his ship for the first time, I pointed at the screen and said, okay, watch Spike's ship, because I'm a huge geek, right? And you said, it looks like a... 
swordfish? Right? A swordfish. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I was like, uh, are you kidding me? And she was like, no, that's what it looks like. I was like, yeah, it's called the swordfish too. Like that's the name of the ship. Like, For obvious reasons. I, it was not obvious to me. I'm stupid. It looks like a swordfish. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? Hello? Any, like, I, anybody in the live chat? Did you see that it looked like a swordfish and I'm just an idiot? I, I, I no. Know. No. I know. Wow. That just happened live on camera. No. I, now I know how Josh feels. This happens to Josh like at least once a week. Like he'll say something and Kylie will go, really? And he'll like, oh, that's not what I meant. Like it's, yeah. Cool. This is This is harder than I thought it would be, Josh. I appreciate that. Um, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, thank you, Callie D. I was like, I, f- I mean. To be fair, it is one of my favorite fish. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What can I say? <laughs> oh my gosh, that is the sweetest thing. Uh, Josh says, ha 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 ha, feel the despair. <laughs> he, is, he is indeed with us. Uh, you've got the live chat. All lit up, sweetheart. They are loving your, they are loving this. Uh, this, like I said, not something new. Happens to me pretty frequently where she goes, hey, look at this obvious thing. And I go, oh, I, th- oh, I sh- maybe I shouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> like, but I do. And I'm going to make that podcast no matter what, as evidenced by everything you see here tonight, my friends. Um, I am going to say, Josh, Thank you again for going to all the trouble to make sure all of the gears are well-oiled and all of the levers are easily pullable for tomorrow's big event, hashtag TMA PodCon 2021. I know it sounds like I'm mentioning that a lot, but it's free, and we're putting a ton of effort into it, and we just want to help. So, like, it, it, I'll stop and mentioning it after this episode because it'll be over, but, you know, just just come go watch the videos. If, if you're listening to the podcast version, it's over. Go watch the videos. I promise. They're worth it. Now, um, none of that stuff, including this show, of course, would be possible without the support of you. Like, I, if, if it wasn't for you and the generosity that you give me to spend a probably too much amount of time on this, none of this would happen. So thank you for letting me do that. And viewers like you. <laughs> She's a natural, isn't she, ladies and gentlemen? I love PBS. PBS is really good. Um, they have a lot of Bob Ross on Netflix, I think. My friend Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D curates streaming's best content, and I'll have to ask him if that's on there. Uh, thank you, live chat, for wishing us well tomorrow. We appreciate that. So, um, if I if I understand you correctly, it's not that you need to know what happens to the Bebop crew from here on out. But if I were to say, hey, watch the next episode with me, there's enough of a corgi and like some fun music to keep you watching. Yes. And you are also still watching through Glee with me. So I feel it's only fair. There's that. Ricky D, uh, how far into Glee are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, only two episodes. <sighs> I, I'm sorry. I thought I thought you were like. A respectable number of episodes, and I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah, I've seen two episodes. It just, it doesn't stay in my rotation. Mm. There's something about gangsters and drug deals and 
killer robots that are just, they draw to me at night. <laughs> well, should we tell him about season four with the gangsters and the drug deals and the killer robots? Okay. I won't. I and won't, the songs? I won't tell. And don't they tell sing him about, about it? all the people that have died. Oh, yeah. In real life, though. Yeah, I, if you if, if you look up the cast of that show, it is a it it's is a mess. It's, it's rough. A mess. Yeah, um, it's worse than the. Di- oh, I don't know if it's worse than the Disney Channel. It's arguably the same as the Disney Channel. Oh, I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, Rosie. That's very sweet of you. We appreciate that, oh, and goodness. thank you, Rona. Um, yeah. So we could. I mean, yeah, we could. We could probably. There's there's a lot of shows that I want to watch with Ricky D. His his tastes are not as specific as he likes to pretend that they are. I feel like they sound aligned with my tastes. I think the thing that's aligned about the two of you is that. Uh, go ahead. I don't know. You mentioned Friends earlier, and I'm still my blood's still a little angry about that. I, I because Ross yet. and Rachel. No, because it's a terrible television no. show. Oh, you know what? I only actually started watching through it um, like five years ago. Like I, I, I didn't, I never, because it came out when I was little, and I was like, I don't care about watching a bunch of grown ups. Like I'm seven, cool. Like I'm gonna go watch <laughs> Scream instead. Thank you very much. That had grown ups in it. Um, yeah, but they were dying, and it was cool. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess yeah, Ricky D. That's a bit of a hot take. Uh, that that Friends is is bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a popular one. That's pretty. But you like The Office, though, right? Yes. Parks and Rec. Oh yeah, I love Parks and Rec. Okay, see, so we're okay. Thank yeah. Okay. Uh, our friend Rosie in the live chat also mentioned Parks and Rec. We we really like Parks and Rec. Um, oh, Superstore. That is, we haven't finished it yet, but I really I love that because I work at. Well, is that okay to say? Yeah. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I work at Walmart, so that's yeah, it's my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. I think that you asked. Go ahead. Are you asking about Bob Ross streaming? Uh, yeah, is that on Netflix? Uh, it's on Tubi TV, if you guys are familiar with that one. I'm familiar. It's a free streaming service. They've got a lot of good stuff, but they have commercials. They have a lot of good, or a lot of movies, I believe, that aren't on other services. But yeah, commercials. I mean, that's that's true. Um, Wait, oh, uh, Joanna. Yes. You've seen Degrassi, right? Oh my god! Are you a Degrassi Don't kid? get me started. I couldn't afford yeah, that channel, but like watch... once I could afford that, I did watch the heck out of it. But like growing up, they, like when they gave us the free trials, I'd walk, go. Oh my god, obsessed. Love you, Drake. Like <laughs> <laughs> if Joanna and I wanted to watch some bad teenage television, That's it. we could get together and watch That's Degrassi. It. That's a good one. Don't work. So good. I follow them all on Instagram. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> she also follows at. Sudden but inevitable podcast, which is something you can do to get access to our shots of the show and now our picks for Spiegelspiel as well. I've been putting those up this week. Um, live chat says Rona says British Office is better. Here's the thing, Rona. I 100% agree with you, but there is more of the American Office, so there were more chances for there to be moments that you could relate to, like even if the quality in general wasn't at quite the same level all the way through the series as a whole, um, I feel like it gave you more time to be with the characters. Um, but I love the original Office. I had her watch the first episode, I think, and you did not like it. Not very much. Yeah. British humor is just very dry. Like, and yeah, I don't know. I, I couldn't watch that Billy Piper show either. I tried so hard. 
Oh, um, Secret Diaries of a Call Girl. All right, if we're going to start warping into uh, British television. <laughs> That's all. Did anybody see Derek? I, I couldn't I could not watch it. That's a soft spot for me like emotionally and I I was like kind of afraid of it because I had heard that it really pulls at your heartstrings and I kind of yes, didn't want to just be crying the whole time like eh. but I I have no, I'm not against it. I just I've been guarding my heart because I'm worried that I would be totally ruined by it. Yeah, uh, for people that don't know, Derek is starring Ricky Gervais. He was the boss of the British office, and he plays a character that is uh, mentally retarded. He's affected, uh, and he's living in a a home, basically, a sh- uh, that takes care of him. And it's just, it's so emotional, and it's it is extremely difficult, but it's also crazy good television that is basically what i've heard from everyone that i know that has watched it uh intrepid dm says is derek the uk version of dexter because i would cry too uh no it is it is not i cried in dexter i know yeah it is it is not um so really quickly back to the television show cowboy bebop because we are a cowboy bebop podcast um Having watched them, do you uh, do the warp gates instead of ha- just being able to go wherever they want? Right, they have to go to the gates. I was showing you the like the big circles they were driving their ships through. Um, do you feel like that's not as cool as Star Trek? Um, no, because you don't get to just press a button, disappear, and reappear. But no, isn't she the best? <laughs> Can they do anything in Star Wars? Uh, Can they like teleport, or, or is it they, just like we get in our they use, ship? They go warp speed. Oh, it, it, I, I mean, like, can they do it without it? Can they just press their little watch or something? Uh, no, they have the ship has an engine that does the. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to get on a ship. Hyper hyper speed, right? Josh. Yeah. Okay. They, <laughs> Joe. Oh yeah, Josh. If you're just... in the chat, <laughs> you, they can't just transport matter magically with a watch. They have to go into hyperspeed and travel the distance. Come on. It's, uh, it's not magic, Ricky D. Yeah. It's, it's not magic. Um, Star Wars actually does have magic in it. It's called the Force. Is this really? <laughs> Let's not do this. Let's not do this on this show. This show is not, it's not your fault. It's my fault. Okay. <laughs> for, no, it's okay. Um, Ricky D requires uh, direction and modulation. And I'm pulling on the leash right now. <laughs> Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D, you are a habitual leash puller, my friend. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Magic and the Force are the same, Josh says in the live chat. Cool. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you for clarifying. Um, Rosie agrees with you. Uh, so <laughs> leading the co-host, Rosie, that's what I do. That's kind of my job. <laughs> that's that's how that's how it works. Um, so between uh, you and Ricky D, we've established that both of you um, are not necessarily huge anime fans, but you do really appreciate your comfort shows. Mm-hmm. You like to rewatch same thing, the same couple things over and over. I still rewatch the original Full House. The original. We own that. 
on DVD the entire series. But I watch it on Hulu because <laughs> there. Which is weird because the new series is on Netflix. And I watched that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did. It was better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's n- it's not like groundbreakingly amazing or anything, but it's it was the fun. Same cheesy it's, comedy yeah. that I wanted that came from the '90s, and it's exactly what I wanted. It is. It's a hundred percent. And um, Candace Cameron, is it Burr or Burr Beret? Beret, I think. She's really good. She's better than I thought she was as an actress. Like I guess I haven't seen her in anything in twenty years other than that. The Hallmark Channel see her there oh i think my, i think our friend rosie in the live chat is a hallmark channel fan well she owns the hallmark channel like that candace cameron like so rosie must know her uh <laughs> rosie asked which which episode are we talking about and callie said episode one and two of cowboy bebop in theory thank you for clarifying callie d we appreciate that yeah so i'd like to agree with roy uh if we could get bob saget into the new full house and he's his uh, new, like, angry, aggressive comedian self, then I'd watch. Oh, you sweet summer child. That is, Is like, he not in it? No, he is. That's exactly how he is in that show. Like, it's 100%. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I just mean, said that would get me to watch it. Super, it's not super raunchy, like, his regular comedy, but he did have, like, a couple episodes of this, like, late night, and I don't remember where I watched it. I think it might have been On Demand, but it was some late night... Um, show that was supposed to be like America's Funniest Home Videos but like edgier but I don't I don't remember what it was called but it was like edgier videos of like people hurting themselves in like weirder, oh. weirder ways like it was the same but supposed to be like he can do his like comedy hmm. I don't remember what it was called I think it was called like Late Night Videos with Bob Saget or something like that <laughs> if anybody knows but it was a couple episodes and it was hilarious it uh, sounds like Tosh.0 with not as good of writing. <laughs> but it was Bob. Well, yeah, it was Bob. Uh, yeah, he, he uh, he's, he's, I think Doey, did you say Doey, Ricky? Did you say Bob Saget uh, is Doey now? If no. You, if you I didn't, did. that's how I would describe him. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he's kind of melted. Like, no hate, obviously. The guy is, what, 50 or 60, you right? I know about the Hallmark Channel. Um... Rona, what a is, blissful existence! Right. <laughs> That's so sad. There's a <laughs> Rona. You might love the Hallmark Channel. It sounds like you wish that you had it. Ignorant Brit here, she says. Aww. It's it's okay. Uh, I'm sure you could stream that somewhere. There's got to be a Hallmark streaming service. If not, maybe Hallmark. You should get on that. Maybe Hallmark should sponsor Sudden but Inevitable. Ricky D from Best Looks with Ricky D. Get on that. I am not talking to anybody at Hallmark. Oh, Rosie, you don't have to rub it in. <laughs> Rona goes, there's a Hallmark channel? And Rosie goes, there are three Hallmark channels. <laughs> and most of them I bet she knows Candace the numbers, Cameron. too. Right, yeah. Yeah, and they all have Candace Cameron. She's beautiful. Yeah. So, Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D, I guess what I'm hearing from you is that the thing that's keeping you with Cowboy Bebop, other than the aforementioned high quality, you had said, you know, you like to be a person who, for whom quality is the utmost importance. It doesn't matter if it's anime or live action. Um, knowing that you're enjoying yourself, would you say the thing outside of the quality that's holding you with Cowboy Bebop is its adjacency to the gangster, drug deal, underworld, criminal sort of uh, story tone. I might agree with that. It's uh, 
it kind of reminds me of certain elements of the Matrix when they're, uh, you know, in that in the Nebuchadnezzar and they're all kind of trying to survive. That reminds me of all the guys on the Bebop. Um, it does kind of have some of those gritty, realistic elements, and I do really enjoy them. Yeah. Well, and like the whole uh, chasing criminals and you're sanctioned by the law, but you're not the law sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, kind of like a a rat, you know. Uh, oh, like a like an inform like a informant. Undercover. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. an informant. Mm-hmm. Like some somebody's undercover. I could dig that. A rat. <laughs> uh, Jack Nicholson, The Departed. Yep. There we go. Uh, Dream Team, right here. Dream Team. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yep, he was in there too. That's the Dream Team, right? That's what you're talking about. Yep. I. Knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, do you think going forward, Ricky D, if I were going to pick another anime for you, I should try and go based on what I know that you like in a live action series and just pick that genre, uh, but in a, in the anime medium? Yes, because uh, I I'm liking what you said earlier. Is anime? I think of it as a type of show, but it's really just a medium, right? And I can get behind that. I appreciate your willingness to be flexible and grow in your tastes with television. That's sort of the point of Sudden But Inevitable. We want to watch the shows we love with the people that we love and, you know, get them to love it the way that we do. And to that point, we should probably start planning for season three of the Sudden But Inevitable rewatch. Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. If anybody in the live chat has feelings about shows they might like to see covered next season, go ahead and drop them in the live chat. We'll take a screenshot. I'm not going to say that that's what we're going to cover because that's we're, we're, there's a lot of planning that goes into picking a show, uh, but I'm very open to suggestions. And we obviously, the show wouldn't be where it is without you, the folks in the live chat and the folks out there in podcast land with earbuds in listening to us instead of their coworkers, which I can't tell you how much we appreciate again. So thank you. Um, Wonder Falls. Why is that familiar? I feel like I've heard. That. Oh, I'm thinking of Gravity Falls, which is a cartoon. Uh, I am a child. My apologies. Um, my bad. So, Joanna. I say Golden Girls. <laughs> that is not what I was going to ask you, but I appreciate the suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ricky D from Best Looks with Ricky D. Thoughts on Golden Girls? Have you watched Golden Girls before? <laughs> I've seen a few episodes. Uh, I had a gay buddy in college who loved Golden Girls. <laughs> I am not opposed. The few pieces of it that I have seen are very good. I, I'm not saying it's that we're going to do that, that as a show. I'm just saying I'm not opposed to watching Golden Girls. I like I, I like what I've seen of Golden Girls. Good call yeah, I would that. never seek it out, but it's not a bad show. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I dig that. <laughs> so uh, would you say, Joanna, um, that this show gives you any more respect for anime in general where you're like, okay, as long as it's the kind of story that I would be into, I might be down to watch it? Or are you still just like, eh, the whole animation and the mouth thing and, you know? I like that it's not just dishonor upon your family. 
sort of. Like, <laughs> I mean, I like that it's not just all like, I don't know, like, I like that Jackie Chan cartoon I watched. I liked it, but I didn't. But it was like I, I don't know. It was the same every episode. Like, there's right. a bad guy. We're gonna fight him, and we're gonna win. Like, and I liked that the two episodes I saw were pretty different. So yeah. Uh, so it's interesting that you would say that because that's actually a thing that um, we've talked about with Josh because Josh likes the story to be kind of a episode to episode. You get another piece of the story and the season is like one big long story. Um, whereas like a show like Star Trek, for example, everything is resetting at the end of the week and then it's kind of the same setup the next week, right? Like everybody's okay at the end of every week and then they have a new adventure the, the week yeah. after. Yeah. Um, I prefer that. Right. Yeah. And the Jackie Chan show, um, I cannot remember the name of it, but I know what you're talking about. Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh, I think it was just gone. Yeah. And I, I did like it. It's just I got sick of it really. Like, I liked it, but I didn't. It was such a weird relationship I had with that because it was like an anime, but a cartoon, <laughs> too. Like, cause it right. was, you know, because I'm pretty sure that was like super Americanized. Like, I think it was. Yeah. So, I mean, not really considered an anime. I think it was just a Saturday morning cartoon by Jackie Chan. Like. It was, like, stylized to look like an anime. But it was just every episode he's fighting a bad guy, and it just it just felt, like, repetitive. And then I felt I just felt like a lot of, like, anime following that, that I saw, like, we're fighting a bad guy. But then when I watched Dragon Ball Z, it was, like, a long soap opera, and that didn't feel, like, even though some of those episodes went on for, like, four episodes in one fight... That part, that part irritated me. But aside from that, it was like a long story plot that I really appreciated. Like, and it was that I just feel like it was set different. I don't know. Can you figure out the difference? Because it's like it's um, there was more time to be, there was more character development. So in in Jackie Chan Adventures, the characters were the same every week. Even if something crazy happened last week, they wouldn't talk about it. They wouldn't mention it or anything like that. Um. But there was more character development in Dragon Ball Z because you spent so much time with those characters. So, like, after something big would happen, they'd be like, oh, I don't have a tail anymore. Or, oh, I have this scar now or whatever, right? Yeah, I, I don't know why that one won me over so much. But, like, I couldn't get into Pokemon or, like, all girls love Sailor Moon. Like, all girls. But, like, I couldn't. Like, I should have. But I didn't. Maybe we'll give Sailor Moon another try. I don't know. That's pushing it because they get really mad and their nose gets all, like, that's. That, that like <laughs> that anime like i just that anime i don't know it's just how things are drawn like i just i'm a color like a color supremacist is that like no, is that a good no that's not no. what you want to say no. no uh you she prefers brightly colored animation is what she's saying <laughs> what no i could we, could she repeat what she said no, though no, say no, i prefer <laughs> brightly colored guess, animation okay, brightly colored okay i guess that's the wrong way to put it yes i get i saw what i said i get it i'm glad that there's not a thousand thousand viewers on this show right now but like i had a friend who was a height supremacist. She only chose high, tall people for her fantasy football team. <laughs> so, a friend, a friend on a TV show named yes, Jen from League. <laughs> yes, but no. So that's where I got that from. So for all my cartoons, oh, they just needed to be bright. So that's where I got that from. That's 
terrible and I feel like I'm a celebrity and I just made bad No, like, I know exactly what you're talking about. But luckily I'm not trying to make my own show here. Well, and we have a very forgiving live audience. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. No, no, you're fine, yes. sweetheart. No, but my cartoons just need to be colorful and that's basically my problem. And I think Dragon Ball Z had enough color for me because mama's hair, like... Yeah, I could see that. Um, Ricky D, to that point... I feel like maybe the color palette of Avatar The Last Airbender is kind of what makes me feel like that it is more kid-oriented. Like, it's When they get bonked on the head, does it make that weird (laughs) shape thing? Because I would hate that. I think probably. I don't know that that happened in the episode that I saw. Um, But I wouldn't rule it out, personally. But the co- yeah, the coloring in it was definitely brighter and more childlike. Uh, since there's nobody here to defend it, uh, except maybe in the live chat. I know we have some big Avatar fans in the live chat, so I won't be too mean about it. I'm just playing. If um, they argue, I'll talk about the movie. <laughs> go watch the movie. <laughs> uh, there is actually a Cowboy Bebop movie as well. Um, and that is uh, it's a similar setup um, to Firefly in that it takes it doesn't take place after the series, but it can be watched chronologically after the series is over. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think it takes place in between some episodes or something like that. But it is really, really fun. And we are definitely we do have plans to watch that. Um, Legend of Korra, beautiful artwork. Rainbow Bright is colorful. <laughs> Sorry, Callie. Callie, how does it feel to have your mother in the chat with you telling people all the stuff that you used to like when you grew up? I'm sure that's fun. Rainbow Bright. Did you ever watch Rainbow Bright? My sister did. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't think I watched Rainbow Bright. But yeah. Ricky D, are you a big Rainbow Bright fan? I I feel like it was talked about when I just started having memories. <laughs> like, I wonder if I might have watched it when I was, like, two years old or something. Right. Because when my brain clicked online, like, I've got weird memories of my mom mentioning Rainbow Bright. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. So, um, sweetheart, normally what we do is we rate the episodes on a scale of 1 to 10. And I know that we went really quickly, so I'm not going to have you do that. What I will ask you is, between the first episode and the second episode... Was there one that you felt you liked more? Yeah. You said the second one because of the dog, but is there one that you liked more the music of, or were, was that just kind of a kind of a thing that slipped past you a little bit? About the same, right? Like, well, the music, the intro song is the same, but then the music in the background is different throughout. Are they different themes? Uh, yes. So the first, well. Yes, the first one is like more bluesy. In the episode is called Asteroid Blues. And then the second one's a little more like dancey and that's called Stray Dog Strut. So if you remember when he was fighting, he was doing like that kind of motioning dancing thing, right? And that one was a little more upbeat. Um I think that has some of my favorite music in the series. That's why I asked. I just didn't know if you had a preference between those two. They were both really good. I didn't really notice a difference. Yeah. Well, Things are breaking in real life as we speak, folks. Uh, Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. If you could pick an episode up to this point that you and I have watched in the series that has had, if you can remember, your favorite chunk of music throughout so far, 
Would you be able to do that? Um, I remember jamming with Edward had some really good music. I definitely enjoyed that one. I really liked jamming with Edward too. I think my personal favorite up to this point has been um, Sympathy for the Devil. Mm-hmm. Very, very slow, rustic blues, like uh, a heavy acoustic guitar. You feel like, feel like you can hear the strings slapping against the body of the guitar. Um, you, you said what's with all the harmonica right away. I remember that. Um, but yeah, if you if you haven't, go to Spotify or YouTube, wherever you listen to music, and just look up a Cowboy Bebop playlist. You can get so much done just listening to that and not paying attention to the rest of your day. So, now that we've basically covered both of the first two episodes with my lovely anime-resistant first-timer wife, Jojo, and my friend, Ricky D, from Best Flicks with Ricky D, and we've talked about hashtag TMAPodCon2021, I think we're getting close to the end of tonight's very special bonus episode of the Sudden But Inevitable Rebop. We do have a couple more pieces of businesses business to talk about, though, as we normally do. I would like to take the opportunity to ask my friend Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D, do you have any big shouts for bounty hunters this week? I don't have any big shouts. I didn't organize those because we were getting all weird and chaotic. <laughs> but I do have an announcement for the group chat. It's going to be a little bit sad. Uh-oh. But uh, just this past week, I started taking notes on my phone. Oh. If you guys remember season one of Sudden But Inevitable, my pens were kind of a main character. and Everybody likes to talk about my pens and chat. But um, I, I'm using my phone now for notes. I'm sorry, everybody. It was a good run, you guys. Sudden But Inevitable is going to be going off the air, and I just, I'm totally kidding. Ricky D, what made you make the switch to digital, my friend? Uh, I was actually watching the new Star Wars, <laughs> new, I was watching Star Wars Episode Seven mm-hmm. for Best Flicks, and everybody just has these long, complicated names, and there's all this just absurdity, and my notes are just getting long and like they're starting to not make sense because I'm so trying to like abbreviate sentences and uh, you know and I'm like you know what I know that I could do this much faster on my phone. There's no question I couldn't do this faster on my phone. Get more detailed notes out. It's it was time to move on. So the, my pens aren't broken, but uh, oh, he just broke. I his... just don't need them anymore. Ricky just broke his pen live on stream. That oh man. Ricky's pens are no longer featured. Um, that's very meta and very rough, Ricky D. Um, I would like, really quickly, just to say, I listened to the last episode of Best Flicks with Ricky D, in which you covered The Last Jedi with Josh from the Twist My Arm podcast. And I would like to say that episode seven that you just watched is absolutely, without a doubt, the most fun you are going to have with any of the three Star Wars movies that you are going to watch for this little series. I did really like it. It was a ton of fun. The director, Ryan Johnson, I feel 
actually was the first Star Wars director possibly ever to take risks, and I think they mostly paid off. I really enjoyed The Last Jedi. Um, the third movie is... Ooh. So, Josh... Oh, <laughs> gotcha. What kind of phone are you using to take notes? I just can't believe you made the jump to digital, man. I'm really proud of you. I'm very proud of you. Uh, my big shouts this week are not super extensive. Um, I will say hello, and please go check out the Cheap Seat Reviews podcast. I've been on two episodes on their feed very recently. Most recently, I watched The Suicide Squad with them, and we reviewed that. Uh, spoiler alert, it's Guardians of the Galaxy, but rated R. And <clears throat> doesn't mean it's bad, but that yeah, is... Yeah, that sounds kind of good. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's bad at all, but that is what it is, 100%. Um, and then I was also on a special episode for the guys at Cheap Seat Reviews called Them's Fightin' Nerds, where I debated Cameron from the Green Shirt podcast as to whether Thor Ragnarok or Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 was the best MCU movie. So... Yeah, if you can't tell by my face, this is how I feel about that. Go check that out. It's a lot of fun. Um, beyond that, I just want to say, if you're not already following everybody that's going to be involved with hashtag TMAPodCon21, definitely do it. Follow Josh at TwistMyArmCast. Follow me at SuddenButt. Follow Aaron from Fandom Thing at FandomThingPod. Follow Sean from Cheap Seat Reviews at CheapSeatCast. And you know what? Heck with it. Go ahead and follow Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D at Best Flicks Ricky D on Twitter. I think that's everybody we know, basically. <laughs> Isn't it? I think that's everybody. Uh, did you get the boobs? Oh, shout out to Megan Carla of Bedwed and Behead, and you can get them at Bedwed Behead Pod on Twitter. Thank you, Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky yeah. D. Uh, Rosie in the chat says she loves cheap seat reviews and she loves the Suicide Squad. Definitely go check out that episode, Rosie. We did definitely spend some time talking about Nathan Fillion because he is in that movie. Um, I think that's basically... Oh, actually, you know what? One or two more things. We are working on a very, very cool season one Sudden But Inevitable shirt that will be going up in the Sudden But Inevitable shop probably next weekend. So keep your eyes open for that. And... While we're already talking about it, I want to say thank you so much again to Rosie in our live chat for being the first person to buy a sudden but inevitable Rebop t-shirt. That means the world to us, Rosie. I also want to take this moment to say thank you to friend and listener Marie. Uh, she wore her Cowboy Bebop Sudden But Inevitable podcast t-shirt today, and I got to see it in person. And it was one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me to see somebody else who's not part of the show wearing the shirt. I also got to see that when our friend Rosie in a live chat visited our friend Sinacera in real life to pick up a custom piece that she ordered from his shop. And she was wearing her shirt. And it was like, this is so cool. You guys, people that listen and watch are meeting each other in real life. That is... that. That is an effect that I would not have guessed we were going to have ever when this show started. So just to know that a cool real-life connection has been made between two people because they met through us is, I mean, that's just, how cool is that? That is that is life-changingly cool, literally life-changingly cool. You know new people now because of this show. That makes me just so happy and ecstatic, and I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Um, 
we have just the most wonderful supportive friends. Uh, Phil has been, um, he ordered some Best Flicks merchandise. I want to say happy anniversary to Phil and his That's right. lovely wife. It's been 15 years since he met his wife. Yeah. And uh, I think I met him about the same day because we all met each other really? in the uh, dorms at school. But Phil and I aren't having a romantic date tonight. Feeling a little left out. It's it's okay. Um, if you feel no romance from Joanna and I, then I don't know what to tell you because we've been sending really flirty vibes through the camera at you this whole time. Like, if you're not picking up on that, that's not our fault. Like, he, yeah, I thought we were being obvious, but um, I, I just, I, I, I can't deal with it. Um, here's the question. If you could watch any show with the people that you love and you could get your friends to watch it with you, what would it be? DM me on Twitter or leave it in the live chat right now because we are looking for shows for season three of Sudden But Inevitable. Now, I want to say thank you again to Rosie. This episode was so much fun. We are so glad to have you with us. We are so glad to have Callie with us. We're so glad to have Rona with us. Sweetheart, we are so glad to have Jojo with us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's um, uh, kind of a running theme on our shows here at Twist My Arm that sometimes we just go, hey, somebody be on our show. And then they show up, and they are. And I think you did great. Thank you, sweetheart. I did my best. You did great. Ricky D, from Best Flicks with Ricky D, if I may, you did a wonderful job running tonight's show. How do you feel? Do you feel like a producer? I feel like a producer and an engineer, and I could get all kinds of new titles. <laughs> We're going to put you in the credits with as many credits as we can get you. And then we are going to get you a union card so that you get paid every single time. So for the sudden but inevitable rebop, I have been Jesse. I'm this Ke- is Ricky. I'm Jojo. Sorry, Ricky. We're friends now, by the way. I'm My really bad. Happy. No, you're good. I know we were friends before, but we're like best friends now, just FYI. Anyways, it's been us. <laughs> and we will see you later, Space Cow Folk. Thank you for listening to the Sudden But Inevitable Rebob. Follow us on Twitter at Sudden But. Follow us on Instagram at Sudden But Inevitable Podcast. Or go to twistmyarmpodcast.com slash SBI to get everything all in one place. The Sudden But Inevitable Rebob is a Twist My Arm podcast. The views and opinions expressed on this show are held solely by those speaking them. He started out flirting with Jesse, though. The dude with no glasses can get it. No cap.